E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with part two of our special 30th anniversary celebration featuring music and conversation with City and Color, Nathaniel Rateliff, Black Pumas, Warren Treaty, Bob Weir, and Lyle Lovett, plus a visit with Senator Tim Worth. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster. Thanks, Helen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to E-Town's big 30th anniversary show. We feel incredibly grateful to the musicians and friends who showed up, contributed a song and some time for a chat. It has been an amazing run of shows since 1991 when we started, and it continues this week. We have so much music to get to that we're not going to take up any time now, but you heard the list that Helen read at the top. It's very exciting. Up first is Dallas Green, also known as City in Color, from Toronto. He's a great singer and guitar player and songwriter who's had a special connection to E-Town, which you'll hear about in a bit. This is a song that he wrote when he was just getting used to becoming a traveling musician, recognizing the challenge of being on the road all the time. He recorded his part in Canada, and Helen and I did ours here at E-Town Hall. Here it is, Dallas Green, City in Color, with the song, Hello, I'm in Delaware. It's been so hard 
so much time so far apart as she walks the night well, how many hearts will die tonight will things have changed I guess I'll find out Seventeen days But I will see you again I will see you again Hello Dallas Green, thanks for being a part of our big uh, E-Town celebration. I appreciate it. You sent us a song. Tell me about the song. Yeah, it's a it's a very old song of mine called Hello, I'm in Delaware, which I, I was on my first record, and I wrote it uh, when I first started touring in my other band, Alexis on Fire. It's a song about me trying to figure out how to live this new version of my life, right, where my life had become traveling and learning what it does to fracture the relationships that you used to have or the, you know, to the people that are, are, are not living that same way. And mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to sing that song because now that I've spent um, over a year not traveling for the first time in 20 years, I really miss it, yeah. you know? So that's why I chose to do this song. And I did it a little, you know, just a little kind of updated version of it. Yeah, no, I really old. appreciate it. And it's cool that it's a new version and it's it's just you playing guitar and singing, and yeah. we're, we got a chance to add some things to it. I know Helen just loves singing with you. Yeah, and I I rem- like I remembered thinking about singing with Helen as well, so I I kind of sang a little bit. I did it a little differently and kind of left it so Helen could have some some room to have fun yeah. with it. I, I hope, anyways. And I I will never forget your first visit to E Town because it was our first 
show ever. It was the first time we ever recorded a show at E-Town Hall. Yeah, what a that's crazy. Like, I, I don't even know if I, maybe I knew it at the time, you probably told me, but I, I've probably since forgotten that that was the first one. So it's uh, it's nice to think about it that way as well, you know? And of course, that's the the night that the Leafs blew a, a three-goal lead in game seven of the playoffs against the Boston Bruins and then lost in overtime. So I'll never forget it. <laughs> a memorable night, even though it has nothing to do with E-Town. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that was the, the sh- being at E-Town made that night much better in my life. You oh, know? good. All my friends were back home having the worst night and I was actually having a nice night hanging with you guys. Yeah. Well, we sure appreciate your music and your friendship and your participation in E-Town over the years, and especially your contribution here on our 30th anniversary. And I, can, I guess it's safe to say that I can tell you haven't been traveling because you've got your COVID facial hair going. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I usually have a beard, right? But this time, I guess I just thought, well, I won't shave it. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. You know? I've been cutting my own hair for over a year, so, you know. I How's it? Oh, it looks good. It's, yeah, it's kind of hard to screw up, I think. Yeah, I've got, my hair's getting, starting to come out a little bit too, so I'm just wearing hats a lot, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, meanwhile, listen, I really appreciate the fact that you're, we think of you as a member of the E-Town family, and you were able to be, um, you know, a part, play a part in this special night for us. I feel the same way. I, I really appreciate you guys uh, having me be a part of this. It feels great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. Dallas Green, City in Color. Um, Hopefully we'll see each other in person before long. Yes. Thanks, guys. Dallas Green is a thoughtful musician, talented musician, and um, I I love that he's got a special connection with E-Town, and I also love the fact that he made sure that he adjusted his song so that you could sing along. You sang really some high notes. He sang some incredibly high notes. <laughs> yeah. Well, he sings very, very high, and it was really sweet of him to accommodate um, me being able to sing harmony with him. He's an awfully, awfully special guy. Up next, um, we have a beautiful performance from his home by our friend and neighbor Nathaniel Rateliff. Here he is with the song called, And It's Still All Right. Ain't all right, the hardness of my head. Now close your eyes, spin around, say hard times when you could find and ain't the way that you want. But it's still all right. Late at night, you lay around wondering They're counting all the lines, it ain't so funny now Said times are hard, you get this far But it ain't the way that you want I'll be damned if this old man don't start to count his losses But it's still all right See you learn a lot out there While the scorch and burn Gonna have to bury old friends 
Then you find it gets worse We're standing out on a ledge With no way to get down We start praying for wings to grow Oh baby just let go Nathaniel Rateliff is so good. No kidding. And sometimes he performs like that, intimate acoustic, and sometimes he's performing with his band, The Night Sweats, headlining amphitheaters like Red Rocks or opening up for the Rolling Stones in a stadium. He can do it all. And he does it so well. We got more music coming up from Black Pumas, War and Treaty, Bob Weir, and Lyle Lovett, plus a conversation with an experienced statesman, Senator Tim Worth. That's all coming up after a break. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as a charter sponsor of Change the Course, a freshwater conservation and restoration program created by Bonneville Environmental Foundation and National Geographic. You can learn more about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. And if you'd like to see the entire two-hour video special of E-Town's 30th anniversary, featuring all of our guests from part one and part two of our radio shows, that is available on our website, etown.org, or on other platforms. You're listening to E-Town. back with part two of our 30th anniversary spectacular. We've got lots more music and conversation ahead of us. You may know that our shows pre-pandemic were all recorded at E-Town Hall, our solar-powered hub 
here in downtown Boulder. When things shut down last year, we had to cancel a lot of shows. And one that we were especially looking forward to was one that was featuring a new band made up of some experienced musicians that was catching on fast. They agreed to participate this week, even though they never made it to E-Town Hall last year. I'm talking about Black Pumas from Austin, Texas. Here comes my conversation with Eric Burton and Adrian Quesada from the band Black Pumas. Thank you so much, you guys, for contributing a song for our 30th anniversary celebration. I really appreciate it. Um, I know you were slated to play an E-Town show uh, in 2020 that got canceled because everything got canceled. But um, I'm sure we would have had fun. Yeah, we're still trying to put the, uh, to, to repurpose the excitability that comes from being invited to, to play such a show with the creating new music and just looking forward to more opportunities to, to be out there in Boulder with you guys, Nick. Yeah, well, I hope it happens. Meanwhile, um, thanks so much for contributing a song, Colors. And uh, tell me about the song. Uh, this was a song uh, that I had shown to uh, Adrian upon sharing some music uh, together. I initially was just going to just help another artist finish their project. I think that we had such a good time recording that, you know, I started showing him some of my music and that was one of the songs that he really uh, just really enjoyed. And so we just ran with, yeah. uh, we ran with it and uh, recorded it as a band. The official video is really beautiful and it's got a, it's such a great chorus, especially now, just just uh, inviting people to feel connected. Most definitely, that was the point. I was, I was writing that song to kind of uh, obtain, you know, some semblance of uh, uh, that, that highest aspect of myself that I could take and uh, share with other people in, such a, in a universal way. And um, yeah. it's been nice to see uh, the reactions and the reflection from other people thereof as everyone has their own meanings and whatnot to the uh, kind of ambiguous yet uh, pretty direct and deliberate lyrics. Yeah, that's hard to do, that combination of, of keeping things both poetic and personal. Sure. Oh, I want to congratulate you on your Grammy nomination and just in general, the sort of, it may not seem like it to you, but to us it seems like a really fast, rapid rise where everybody's talking about you guys. It most definitely is, man. It has been. I think I'm sure Q can speak to it as well. But um, we both have uh, been at it for quite some time. Whether whether that was uh, busking on the street and or trying to build my own home studio to conceptualize a sound, and or on the other hand, playing you know in a backing band for Prince and being a part of a, a few other projects, and, and Adrian Casada, who was also nominated and won a Grammy before, so. As far as uh, the the eyes on this project, you know, this has been like a, a really new thing and exciting. Um, and yeah, we're we're excited to, um, you know, be seen as this new kind of a wave of uh, a feeling, you know, in the sound. Yeah, thereof. Yes, it's, it's funny the conversation. Like, you know, we're we're new, we're we're overnight, but it's but it was a long night. I yeah. heard someone say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, that I did, you know. Adrian, did you ever uh, did you ever play on the street? Did you ever busk? No, no, I've never, I've never uh, been a busker. And, you know, and honestly, when I met Eric, I didn't even actually know that he was a busker until, I mean, I eventually found out. But um, I'm sure at some point in some form or another, I've done something like that, but I would never have, you know, considered myself a, a busker. I think we've all played gigs where there weren't very many people there, so that's maybe a similar vibe. I would say Eric probably played to more people on the corner of 6th and Congress than I played for years playing gi <laughs> playing gigs at bars. I would say he probably, he was probably selling more tickets than we were. And Eric, tell me about just the immediacy of busking. 
where you've got you've to capture somebody's attention as they're walking by with something else on their mind and you have a limited window to express something real. Most definitely, you know, uh, first of all, that feeling um, hasn't changed. I'm just learning how to operate within a new arena, so to speak, um, you know, with the same intentions that I had upon starting. Um, And, uh, you know, I think uh, I can speak for the unit when I um, say that it's been really hard for us um, as a recording, you know, artist and and a band to sustain a sense of um, intimacy with everything that has been going on, because it is important to kind of have like that conversation, you know, where you can get the immediate response in actually being face to face with someone who may be going through some stuff you have no idea, you know, they're going through, but uh, in some way or another are able to connect with um, what we're putting across, you know, as, as it pertains to how we really feel in our hearts as well. Yeah. I remember early on, in, uh, not that early on, but years ago, we got to spend some time with another uh, great singer who was also got his start as a busker, which was Ted Hawkins. And um, he had that commitment to delivering a song that was just so visceral from years of practice. In his case, he was, I think, on, on Venice Beach, but um, it, that's, a, that's a real skill set. Most definitely, man. It's not for the faint of heart. I, I, I would say that much. I think someone asked me before, man, what would you tell someone, the aspiring busking artist or the, the aspiring musician? And I would say, man, don't do it. You know, unless you really, really love this and, and you kind of need this to yeah. almost, um, you know, sustain a, a level of balance within your own self, I would highly recommend against becoming a musician, let alone a busking musician, um, <laughs> as it isn't always uh, as glamorous as uh, we like to fantasize about it being. Yeah. And Adrian, are you guys um, thinking about next? Do you, have, do you have shows on the books? Do you have things coming up that are actually going to have uh, an audience in front of you? Yeah, hopefully so. I think the idea is um, we have a string of sold-out shows in Austin at the end of May that we're kind of keeping our fingers crossed and moving forward as the city is going down with the numbers of the pandemic and the and the vaccination is more readily available now. I think we're shooting for those. As far as I know, um, we had a whole slew of tour dates in Europe this summer and I asked our manager the other day, those are, those are all uh, postponed again, you know, yeah. because I, I think festivals in Europe are, would be a little tricky. But I think as far from what I understood from talking to management, because it just all happens so quick, it's hard for us to keep up, is that uh, November is when we actually will hit the road again, yeah. you know, the way we were doing pre-pandemic. Well, congratulations again to both of you and to your band. And also just, um, again, thanks for participating in E-Town's 30th anniversary celebration. We look forward to seeing you guys in person when the time comes. Most definitely. You guys keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it, and we're, we're glad to be a part of it as well. Thank you, Nick. Thanks. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, Nick. Peace, guys. Thank you, E-Town.
in our work I'll be shaded by the trees By a meadow of green For about a mile I'm headed to town, town, town And stop With all my favorite colors Yes, sir All my favorite colors Right on Sisters and my brother See them like no other Oh, my baby It's a good day to me A good day for me A good day to see my baby Colors, colors My sisters and my Pumas from Austin, Texas. They are so good. Such great singers and players and a really infectious groove. Ooh, uh, can you say that in a pandemic? I guess not. I could say catchy. It's a catchy, well, but maybe that's, that's not... That's tricky, too. Okay. Anyway, they are so good. And that was their full performance. You can see that video. It's part of our full two-hour video birthday celebration that you can find on our website. We look forward to seeing them when they come in person when things are safe. And I love that song, by the way, Colors. It's an amazing song. You know, E-Town was launched on Earth Day in 1991 with the goal of creating something fun and celebratory, almost like a weekly festival that also featured information and conversation about our communities and our environment. 
And along the way, I've interviewed hundreds of people working in those fields, scientists, authors, policymakers, politicians. We're going to connect with one of those politicians, a statesman, really, in just a bit. But right now, this very cool message came in from one of our all-time favorite guests, someone who's been on the show a few times over the years and is an absolute hero or heroine of ours. Hello, this is Jane Goodall. And first of all, I want to truly congratulate Etan on your 30th anniversary. I've tremendously enjoyed the times when I was with Etan in Boulder, and it's been absolutely great to see that there's a show like Etan that combines lovely music and a commitment to the planet, something that's tremendously important right now. I want to thank you so much for honouring me with a Lifetime Achievement Award and also that you're continuing to spread such a positive message around the globe. And it is a time when we so desperately need hope. So keep it up. Congratulations. And again, congratulations on your 30th anniversary and happy Earth Day. And thank you for all these years of good music, wonderful ideas and building community. Goodbye. Oh, let me end up with the distance call for your anniversary, the chimpanzee distance call. Seems appropriate for a call from England to the United States. Bye. Jane Goodall, amazing and sweet. Thank you. Thank you, Jane. Um, now we're going to visit with one politician who, in our view, really embodies the highest ideals of the political class. It's our former senator from Colorado, Tim Worth. Now in his 80s, he has a worldview that was informed by his decades as a public servant beginning in the 60s during the Johnson administration and really continuing until today. Here's Tim Worth. Tim Worth, welcome back to E-Town. You've been a guest several times over the years. And uh, thank you for connecting with us again. Well, Nick, uh, happy anniversary. It's great that you've done so well over so many years and great part of the music community and the Boulder community. And I've been proud to be a little bit of a part of that. And it's been <laughs> part of my life, too. So thank you very much. You've been in public service. I mean, literally, you started in the Nixon administration and the, actually the Johnson administration before that. And then you were in Congress. You were in the Senate. You ran the UN Foundation. You were in the Clinton administration as the Undersecretary of State for Global Affairs. I can't even begin to list all of the items on your on your resume, <laughs> but but you have been paying attention um, throughout the years to a lot of the things we focused on in E-Town, including climate change and energy issues and issues around sustainability. I just want to ask you, since we've been talking about these issues for so many years. What do you see as to where we are now and what's interesting for you right now around those issues? Well, there's an, sort of an upside and a downside. It's a really good question, you know, where the answer is a very mixed answer, of course. You know, the climate issue has come to a real crescendo and we're right in the middle of it. People say climate change is coming. Well, we're right smack in the middle of it now. And uh, people are becoming aware of that. That's a good thing. I love what the administration's doing. They're going full bore on this, which absolutely has to be done. We have to applaud that in every way. And I think uh, it's also very positive that uh, 
You look at the transportation industry, the automobile industry is changing, moving electric very quickly. The utility industry is uh, is a different world. There hasn't been a coal-fired power plant built and never will be again, probably. And people are really learning about uh, taking care of their own homes. So, you know, we've got uh, we've made a lot of progress. The tough stuff is still to come, as uh, I think most people know. And that's going to be has to do with finance and really changing the stream of the way in which we use fossil fuels overall. You know, we just have to remember there's one rule, and that's stop putting fossil fuels up into the atmosphere. Stop putting carbon into the atmosphere. That is the number one rule. And yeah. uh, anyway, great everybody, your listeners, I'm sure, are all engaged in this, and we all have to be. It's an incredibly interesting issue. The climate issue touches everything, you know, politically, economically, socially, the whole load. And, and uh, that's why I found it so fascinating and delighted that you've taken it on on E-Town for 30 years. It's good for you. Thank you, Tim. Um, Tim, knowing what you know about politics and the political landscape in this modern era, would you have been a somebody who entered the fray and, and became a politician, knowing what you know now, if you were now just a young uh, Harvard graduate looking around and trying to make a difference? Absolutely. I say to everybody who says, and why would you ever run? Why don't you wish you'd not run or whatever it is? I say it's the most extraordinary privilege and the most extraordinary experience you can ever have. You know, you put yourself out there. It's very risky. You know, I had a, had a very difficult district when I was elected, a very difficult state as a as a pretty liberal Democrat in both places, that's tough to do. You got to stand up for what you believe in and you've got to put the coalitions together. And boy, you learn a lot about a lot of people. You learn about what makes yeah. them tick. And uh, one of the great satisfactions is getting, putting the coalitions together to get, you know, various pieces of legislation passed. It's a, it's a fantastic experience and one that uh, every American uh, should be able to share in some way. I tell students, most important thing you can do is get involved in a campaign, whether it's for the city council or the county commission or state legislature. Get involved in a campaign. How do people get there? How does politics work? How does government work? How does democracy work? You can find out, and, and uh, we all have to know more about it, and we have to support it. And it's absolutely fascinating process. Well, I'm so appreciative of the fact that you dove in headfirst. You did all the things you could. You served the public good for decades. And you're still doing it because you're observing, you're watching, you're communicating. You've got a newsletter you put out every day, practically, sharing things that have inspired you. Um, thanks again for being a part of E-Town through the decades and for doing all the work you've done. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for all you do. And thanks for E-Town and to everybody in the E-Town community. Congratulations on 30 years. And let's keep it rolling and keep it rolling in its most wonderful and creative way. Senator Tim Ward, thank you so much for being with us. I really appreciate it. Great to see you. Take care. Thanks a lot. We've got music from Bob Weir and Lyle Lovett playing together for the very first time ever. Plus, music from the incredible husband and wife duo War and Treaty coming up after a break. This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. And as I mentioned before, if you'd like to see the entire two-hour video special of E-Town's 30th anniversary, featuring all of the guests from parts one and two of our radio shows, that's available on our website, etown.org, or on other platforms. You're listening to E-Town.
I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like KRCB in Santa Rosa, California, on WFHB in Bloomington, Indiana, and on KBCO, Boulder and Denver, Colorado, the very first commercial station in the country to carry E-Town. Thank you. You can get more information about any of our guests this week on the web at etown.org. And of course, you can see the entire video stream of our 30th anniversary spectacular also on the website etown.org. You know, both Bob Weir and Lyle Lovett were part of our early days. In fact, Lyle was on our second show ever, show number two in May of 1991. That's right. I'm pretty sure we had Edgar Meyer, Jerry Douglas, and Peter Rowan on that show, along with Lyle. Yeah, it was a great show. Yeah. Anyway, for our 30th anniversary spectacular, I had the idea of asking Bob and Lyle to collaborate on a song. They agreed. Bob recorded his parts at his studio, TRI, in Marin County, and Lyle recorded his from home in Texas. And Nick added a mandolin part here in the studio at Eton Hall. You're going to hear the results of that collaboration, first ever, right after my chat with Bob Weir, which starts right now. Bob Weir, thanks so much for joining us for the E-Town 30th Anniversary Earth Day Spectacular. <laughs> it's, it's, really, right. it's really cool that you could be a part of it. My pleasure. You all have a wonderful thing going there, and uh, anything that I can do to keep it going is more than my pleasure. Thank you. And, and it's so cool that you're doing this song with Lyle Lovett. I've looked forward to uh, the day when uh, when I would actually get a chance to work with them, and it finally arrived uh, by the magic of Zoom technology, yeah. etc. <laughs> you know, I want to tell you that the first time I heard Lyle play "Friend of the Devil" was August 9th, nineteen ninety five, when he was playing at Red Rocks. Uh huh. And so it was the day Jerry died. And he came out to a full house at Red Rocks just by himself, and he played that song. All right. Well, you know, all right, and then uh, tempered by pity it couldn't have been uh, a lighter occasion. Yeah. But it was interesting because that was a surprise to me to see him so comfortable with that song and so thoughtful um, in front of his fans on that day. And it was such a long time ago. I just assumed that you and he would have connected somewhere along the line. So I'm just so glad it worked out. Yeah, you know, it's long overdue, I'll say that. And thank Lyle for his song selection. It, it was uh, it was kind of fun. It was it was intriguing uh working with him in this in that remote medium, because uh he's storytelling, uh, as you'll see. You know, so he speeds up and slows down and stuff like that. He's not playing to a click on that track. That's correct. And, uh, <laughs> and what would have happened just absolutely effortlessly if we had been in the same room together. Right. It took actually a bunch of study and all that. I had to sit down and study his track. Uh, okay, he slows down here for, dram for dramatic emphasis and stuff like yeah. that. It was kind of a revelation working with him and breaking down how he approached the song and also the, the fact that he basically playing my old part. So <laughs> you had to I find to, something new. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get to go and look at the song afresh and, and, uh, and come up with a, a, a new approach to it. Yeah. You were also on E-Town early on in our evolution. You came with Rob Wasserman 
right. on a on a day. I think Ricky Lee Jones and Leo Kotke were both on that show. That must have been in '92 or something like that. It was a fundraiser for the Nature Conservancy. I think it's interesting that uh, the music community has uh, been the first to sign on to uh, environmental efforts and awareness. And uh, I guess it's something in the nature of live music performance that makes people more appreciative of the moment and looking to find the treasures hidden in the in that moment. Well, I think that there's there's literally no one who knows more about using music to build community than you do. You know, what the Grateful Dead achieved in creating a community through music and having that collective experience bring people together in a caring and conscientious way. I mean, nobody nobody knows more about that than you. I guess. And the idea that musicians are generally well-traveled and well-informed, and so it winds up that it turns out the music community should, in fact, lead the way around these issues like climate, right. as they did around civil rights in the early 60s. Yeah. So you, you've been a part of this thing for a long time. And again, I just want to thank you for being a part of E-Town's entire uh, history, including pretty recently playing at E-Town Hall. Right. And, you know, I look forward to carrying on with you all until I'm done here and, uh, and then uh, pass it on to my kids. Yeah. Sounds good, Bob. Thanks again for doing the song with Lyle. And great to see you. And, and um, you. thanks for participating in our big celebration. You bet. Hi, I'm Lyle Lovett. Congratulations, Nick and Helen, and to all of you who helped bring E-Town to the world on 30 amazing years of being on the air. Thank you for everything you do for all of us who love to play and sing. I recorded this in 1991 for the Grateful Dead's dedicated album, which came out in 1992. I was so honored to be a part of that recording, and I am likewise honored to sing for the very first time right here with the great Bob Weir. by 20 hours I didn't get to sleep that night till the morning came around I set out running but I take my time a friend of the devil is a friend of mine if I get home before daylight I just might get some sleep tonight ran into the devil babe and you'd owe me 20 bills Spent the night in Utah In a cave up in the hills Sit out running but it take my time Friend of the devil is a friend of mine I get home before daylight Just might get some sleep tonight I ran down to that bed, but the, the devil caught me there. He took my twenty dollar bill and it vanished in the air. I said I'd run and but take my time. A friend of the devil is a friend of mine. If I get home before daylight, I just might get some sleep tonight. Reasons 
Second one is prison, babe. Sheriff's on my trail. If he catches up with me, well, I'll spend my life in jail. of the devil bob weir and lyle love it together for the first time for our 30th anniversary special we are almost out of time but we have one more really cool song to share with you the band war and treaty michael and tanya trotter are really honest about the challenges they've been through not just having their careers sidelined by covid but michael is an iraq war combat vet who got a boost on his musical journey when he was given access to a piano in one of saddam hussein's former palaces just picture that for a moment. Anyway, Michael, like so many, uh, still suffers from PTSD, and it's a part of their creative and personal story. They write songs that reflect those challenges, but mostly they make just an incredibly beautiful and joyful sound together. This week, I asked them to sing a song by one of my heroes, Pop Staples, who was also a guest a couple of times on E-Town in the early days. This is a song that was inspired by the march from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama, led by Dr. Martin Luther King in 1965. And the underlying issues of racism and access to education, health care, and even voting booths are sadly present today, 56 years later. 
But the song, Freedom Highway, is uplifting, it's joyful. Um, we got Chris Engelman, the bass player for the E-Tones, since our very first show 30 years ago, along with me on guitar and Christian Teal, our stellar drummer, for over 25 years. Two of the three members, uh, along with Ron Jolly, of our hardworking house band that has been sidelined for more than a year, the E-Tones. But we got together in the studio to record the basic track, and then Michael and Tanya, along with their friend Will Merrill, sang. And before we hear the song, I got a chance to visit with Michael and Tanya Trotter, The War and Treaty. Michael Trotter Jr., Tanya Trotter, The War and Treaty, welcome back to E-Town. It's great to see you both. It's great to see you as well. <laughs> it's so cool that um, you guys are going to sing a Pop Staples song. And uh, that that Freedom Highway is, you know, at a time where we are 60 years past the beginning of the civil rights, you know, rising to national prominence in this country, we're still dealing with things like access to ballots and voting rights, and for particularly for black communities in the South. It's almost um, disheartening that we're still having the conversation but at the same time, certainly since the early 60s, some things have gotten better. I would definitely say things are are getting better. And as Michael <laughs> said, you know, people are rising up and realizing that they're healers, too. You know, come walking out yeah. your front door, you know, saying hello to your neighbor that looks different than you. That right there is a small act of healing. And that's the yeah. power that I think people realize they have in a pandemic because the world is not as nasty as we think it is, you know, away from right. our cell phones and watching the news. I speak to my neighbors who don't look like me every day and they speak to me as well. You know, it's amplified mm -hmm. when we're on this little box that we look at all the time yeah. and we see all the crisis going on. So I do think that we've come a long way and we still have a long way to go, but we have <clears> to learn <throat> to celebrate every milestone that we take in this country. Yeah. When I look at um, the great American families that are staples in the civil rights movement, um, the family that does come to mind is, no pun intended, but the Staples family. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if you will just pause a moment to think about the strength of the baby. Yeah. The baby's Mavis. Mavis, yeah. Like Now, if the baby is that strong. Yeah. Yeah imagine what the rest of them were like. And um, she reminds us daily that the fight is never over. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I honor her as well as Pops uh, because um, a lot of times I feel that he is overlooked in rock and roll. He's overlooked in country. He's overlooked yeah. in folk music. I feel that he does not get the just due. And he did not have an easy track. A lot of his songs were yeah. not taken to by the African-American community because a lot of his songs was calling us to look at ourselves, mm -hmm. like respect yourself. I can't want you, Nick, to show me a respect I'm not willing to show myself. Mm -hmm. I can't right. want you to respect a lady who I'm not willing to respect myself. Yeah. And Pop Staples was not afraid to challenge people that look like me and him and Tanya to think. Yeah. To think beyond your pain, yeah. think beyond the offense, think beyond the hurt, and think about what are you doing? And um, yeah. I feel that uh, it's such a cool thing that uh, you and E-Town have decided to um, march on the Freedom Highway yeah. with the Staples. And Ty and I are eager 
to do it with you. Yeah. We were lucky enough to have Pop Staples on E-Town a couple of times wow. in the uh, in our early days. So I used to be able to just call him up in Chicago and check in. And if he made a new record, I'd ask him to come out to Boulder and he'd get on the airplane and we'd learn his songs and play music with him. And, and oh. of course, Mavis has been on E-Town a few times too, but Pops was such an inspiration to me and it was such an honor to have him on our show. What a gift days. to be able to say that you you did that. I think wow. that we we don't spend time enough on that because mm-hmm. the reality of the situation, Nick, is, and I, I'm not telling you anything, but you're a white guy who crosses the aisle. I think America, what we have to do is we have to honor and celebrate every one of those stories, every one of those cases, you know, to where people have said, you know what, I'm not going to follow the norm. I'm going to cross the aisle, mm-hmm. whether it's white, black, whatever. And I want to look at the heart and I want to say, hey, let's do this together. Yeah. And um, that's one of the reasons why Ty and I are so eager to uh, do this song uh, with your band. Um, because of what you just said. I mean, it means so much when you can create together and come out of the comfort zones and realize that you have an opportunity to make something classic and lasting together. So thank you for the opportunity. Thanks, Michael, for saying that. And thanks to you and Tanya for participating in our big 30th anniversary special. Using music to try to make things better in the world speaks to me, always has. And Pop Staples was an incredible inspiration and and a real honor to have him on E-Town in the early days. So here we go with our song, Christian Teal, Chris Engelman and me here at E-Town Hall, and Michael and Tanya and their friend Will singing from Nashville, Freedom Highway. Each and every day 
That's the war and treaty. What a great way to end our 30th anniversary celebration. I want to thank all our guests who joined us this week at City in Color, Nathaniel Rateliff, Black Pumas, The War and Treaty. Thanks to Jane Goodall. Thanks to Bob Weir and Lyle Levitt. And thanks to Tim Worth. Thanks to our production crew, Todd Ayers, Zach Littlefield, James Tuttle, Donna Giardina, and special thanks to Helen Forster. And one more reminder, I'm really proud of the video that we created for our 30th anniversary celebration. So all the songs you heard today can be seen. And you can go to our website, etown.org, to check those out. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here in Etown. This is a production of E-Town. Wow. Part two of our 30th anniversary special. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much to our guests, too. I want to thank Bob Weir, Lyle Lovett, Black Pumas, War and Treaty, Nathaniel Rateliff, City in Color. Thanks to Tim Worth and to Jane Goodall for wishing us a happy 30th anniversary. I'm Nick Forrester. Thanks for listening.